You are listening to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 313, Six Degrees of Substitute Podcasting. Welcome to episode 313 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters, and it's a special occasion. It is the six-year anniversary of the very first episode going up. In fact, I think it would have been six years ago today that the first episode posted. Wow. It doesn't feel like a day over five. There you go. There you go. Of and course, a half. Or, 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 or it feels as, like 20. <laughs> or, or as as Jam put it, she says, so that's six years of me forgetting that you keep that you record every Sunday night. <laughs> 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 so I am Paul French, and today I am Turkey Lad. Oh, again. Damn it. You stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a what every are the year yeah. this happened. I can be oh Turkey Lad, too. Took his place after the first turkey lad was killed by Churl. <laughs> Stupid Churl. Ah, Churl. And, then, um. and then in American Thanksgiving time, I'll be Turkey Lad 3 and Matt can be Turkey Lad 4. There you we'll go. Just See? complete the cycle. <laughs> exactly. It'll be like Starman up in here. That means I'm the one that survives. That's oh. true. does. Damn it. <laughs> I got screwed. You're the golden age one. It's bound to happen. He's the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. Yes, but when we all get rebooted, I'm going to be the only one left. <laughs> you'll be the only one everyone remembers. Okay? But, but you'll be a female. You'll, you'll be gay and female. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah exactly. And you'll be uh, some, some minority member. I don't know and, which one. And, and Yeah, I'll, I'll be from Albuquerque. Albuquerque. So you'll be Hopi Indian. Yes. There you have it. You you'll have be the it. spiritual successor to Extraño. Outstanding. With a costume it. to match. Lucky, <laughs> lucky me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Over to you, sir. <sighs> okay. Well, I am Darren Noel, and I am Pride Boy because it was Atlanta Pride this weekend. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh my God! You've never seen so many boys wearing <laughs> nothing. And I'm I'm a little beclumped actually. I'm a little, I got the vapors several times today, and I, I do believe I fell out at some point, and someone had to catch me. So all I know is that the strippers keep using the fire trucks. I'm going to set fire to something near my house just to watch them in action. So, but overall, it was a good day. Good day. We had we had a little rain, so the Baptists were praying a little bit. But you know, other than that. Eh, you know, I can't complain right now with the status of things in the USA. Things seem to be changing, and I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> it's like every day there's another state. Boom. <laughs> Boom. It's fun. <laughs> I'm Matt Kramer, and tonight I'm uh, missing The Walking Dead season premiere to record this ad. Uh, you know what's going to happen. People are going to be eaten. That's it. Spoiler, there's zombies. <laughs> It'll never be on again. Mm-hmm. Not even at any time tonight. It's like I didn't go see Titanic because the boat sinks. I know oh, a lot. You, but, you, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's being fun. recorded on the DVR, but I guarantee by the time recording is done, someone will have spoiled it on Facebook. Just uh, unplug from the internet. 
Turn well, Facebook he off. Can't, he can't. Or someone will text me and say, hey, turn did you see your that? phone off. Who does off? that? Who does that? You should Savages. unfriend those people right now. Savages. It's funny you should mention Bunch of savages there. in this town. Ooh, clerk's quote. Take a drink. <laughs> hey. There you go, Paul. We were discussing Titanic uh, and the car ride to Thanksgiving dinner today. <laughs> Ironic. And <laughs> <laughs> one disaster leads to another. <laughs> and my and my wife it's with the kids, and my wife says, uh, "You know, Titanic. It's the one where everybody dies." And I'm like, spoilers. <laughs> and and Kevin says, "Oh, so it's like Walking Dead." <laughs> Only with no zombies and on a boat. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's exactly, exactly like that. You, mm. you got it, buddy. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. this is from someone who's never actually seen The Walking Dead. So he's just inferring what he knows of The Walking Dead. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, obviously, I know what happens on the show on a regular basis, but it's not. It's it's the suspense, not the. Exactly. Exactly. Not the bite that, that keeps you back. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's the waiting to see who gets It's like in. Love Boat. Love Boat was the same show over and over and over again. And the only thing that mattered was whether or not Charo was on it or not. And whether Gopher was going to, you know, get busy with uh, with one of the... Uh, mm-hmm. Or Doc. Charo. Or Doc, yeah. Charo. Yeah. yeah, with Charo. <laughs> <And how laughs> good, old, good old Senator Gopher. <laughs> how many drinks would Isaac make? <laughs> yeah, and how many times would you do finger guns? Well, at least one. Cause it was in at the least once in the credits. Opening yeah. credits. <laughs> exactly. Take a drink. <laughs> yeah, take a drink. Whee! This is this is working out well. <laughs> it is so far, isn't it? <laughs> and I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am tryptophan kid. Oh. oh. Is someone gonna break it? Is someone gonna play with all the toys in your house, Scott? <laughs> what? <laughs> Seinfeld reference. Yeah, oh. that's why I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> get it either. So there you go. Jerry had a girlfriend, and uh, once you get the, into the deep cuts, I don't. Yeah, know. She, she, had, oh. she had toys that uh, that that were all in their boxes because you couldn't play with them, and he wanted to play with the toys, so he uh, turned up the heat. Um, had a, made a turkey dinner and she fell asleep and he sat there and played with the toys. Uh, and of course, then they he, went on the Merv Griffin, uh, yeah. uh, the Merv Griffin show set. Well, that was the same episode, wasn't it? Yep. Who drinks a bottle of wine all by herself? <laughs> Not every uh, woman I know does that. So. Oh my. Mm. Hey now, trip to fame. Yeah, I I cooked the turkey this year for my in-laws Thanksgiving nice. dinner. So with uh, apple sausage stuffing and ooh, very ooh. nice. Yeah, fancy from the market. Ooh, yeah, it was fantastic. Oh. If I do say so myself, and I do. I think mm-hmm. that's something I gotta add to the stuffing for Christmas. Yeah. Apple sausage, always sausage, man. There's no oh, there's yeah. no reason not to have a sausage stuffing unless you got weird vegetarian freaks in your uh, tribe. And they should not. Sorry, not that they're eating the turkey. So, <laughs> well, there you go. See, so yeah, yeah that shouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, given that because I given that I cook the bird stuffed. Um, <laughs> Is yeah. that what you call it? Hey now, <laughs> Is that a sausage in your turkey or what? Wait. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah, so um, we actually let's go to a bit of the. 
<laughs> bit of Legion news. Um, it is the uh, it, not only is this the sixth anniversary of Legion of Substitute Podcasters, it is also the twenty fifth anniversary of APA two forty seven. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yay! Uh, Martin Gray brought that to our attention. So it's the uh, it was the, uh, he's posted some pictures to our uh, our Facebook page, facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and um, and uh, basically showing the APA two forty seven twenty fifth anniversary shindig. And see that just goes to show you a little something about Legion fandom is that this uh, this this fanzine has been going on. 25 years mm-hmm. and uh dear god yeah <laughs> so that's a lot of fanzining so that's way Good. more than six that, that is way more than six it. yes it's it true. is substantially more carry the one um mm. and uh yeah so so people who aren't aware of of what an appa is uh it is an amateur press alliance and uh and basically, they all start. You know, like one of the ones we've talked about a lot on the show is Interlac, and um, and of course it was a Legion outpost as well. And so basically, these were things that that uh, that where you had everyone kind of contributed and uh, and would you know make basically they would you know and and this goes back many many years. I mean, uh, you know, Levitz was involved in, in in some of this type of stuff as well. And uh, and Mark Wade was all, was also uh, an Interlac member, um, as were the Beer Bombs, yeah. and uh, which is how they they got into into writing it. And so so basically everyone would complete their section, and it would all get sent into the central mailer, who would then compile it and send it out to all the <coughs> members. And, is that uh, that's not the one that Murray was a part of, is it? I don't believe so. I, I think yeah, Murray was Interlac. Was it Interlac or Clordney? Courtney, Courtney, yeah, Courtney. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so there you have it. That's uh, that's a little bit about that. But twenty five years they've been at this, and uh, that's that's definitely cool. Mhm. And uh, looks like they had they had some really cool mugs. And mailbag archive. Hmm. Oh, I wonder if that's that they had them all all the issues on uh, on discs for everyone. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, so that's neat. Looks like that. Looks like a, a good time was had, and so we wish them a very very happy anniversary. Yeah. And uh, and so there we go. Um, there, actually, you know what? There's more Legion news than that, but I haven't read it yet. So <laughs> maybe we'll cover that next week. The uh, first issue of this um, Justice League Unlimited. The JLU. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we'll cover that. We'll we'll cover that. There is some generic DC news that I'm happy about. They're you know, because Batman sixty six was so popular. Yeah, they're doing a Wonder Woman seventy seven. Nice. Oh yeah, I and, saw and that. Nicola Scott is apparently doing the covers. Oh, that's nice, Nicola <laughs> Scott. So yeah, I am in on that because I think if it is the classic Linda Carter style stories, that's going to be great. So that's I ho- three. I books. hope next they have a Superman eighty eight. That's all. The uh, Superman Four, the Quest for Peace stories. Oh, uh, finally! Clear Man and oh, all yeah. Lex Luthor's nephew all the time. Oh like, no, not John Cryer! No. Oh god, oh, that could be that right. could be ugly. That could be ugly. Mm. Oh man. 
I see when you first said that I thought you were thinking you I thought you were speaking of the um uh, I'm like what does he mean Superman? It was Superboy. The uh, Superboy series from around the same time actually. Yep. And it was far better than the uh than, than the movie. And actually the the Junior Mink guy, the guy who paints the triangles, <laughs> he was Lex Luthor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> True. I just ain't right. It all comes back to Seinfeld. Um, yes. Always comes back to Seinfeld. All right. So we decided to do something a little different today. For something completely different. Exactly. Um, Take a drink. Yay. Um, we decided we were going to do... Uh, we always love when we do a top five list. And um, we decided to do one better, a top six list. Because mm-hmm. like, we can. It's like, it's like my kid says, you know, she used to get four stories when she was four. Now she wants five stories. And, um, and, when, and when there are crackers, she's like, can I have five crackers? Because I'm five. Well, we're six now, so we get to have a, a top mm-hmm. six. Um, do, we get, do we get to have toys, though? No. Oh, man. No toys, no toys. Just homework, homework, homework. All the time. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't do it, so. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so. I totally meant to. I, like, legitimately thought about it for, like, I half totally an hour. meant to. <laughs> <laughs> but then the squirrel ate my homework. Uh-huh, the squirrel whatever. ate my homework. <laughs> the squirrel ate your homework. Well, I'll, I'll start, and then then uh, they'll, they'll give you guys time to catch up. Um, so I, so we, we decided like, rather than do one, one theme, we would kind of, uh, each do a little list and then everyone could kind of on the fly talk about, you know, talk about their picks for, for this similar kind of thing. Yes. We should be clear that no one's talked about. Yes. Nobody knows what, 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 what exactly. So, exactly. so, so for example, I'm going to do my list and then the other guys can weigh in with their, with their favorites of that theme. So, we'll see how it all works out. And maybe this will good. Maybe it won't be good, and we won't do it ever, ever again. Could be a disaster. We'll, we'll do it in six more years. <laughs> True. <laughs> exactly. But then it'll be twelve. It'll, it'll be, be twelve. Holy Jesus. crap! Um, yeah. So, all right. So, um, what I chose to do, and this really stems from uh, the fact that I have been over the last week reading Captain Carrot and his amazing zoo crew mm. with with Ella. And uh, and she's she's loving it, and she can name all the characters now, and um, and so I thought I would go in. I would do tops my top my favorite six series of my youth. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So so mm. the, so the big caveat is these had to be out when I was in my teens, and I had to have read them then. Okay. Fair okay. enough. And. Um, which actually gives me a, 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 a few years where that that so a few years that aren't available to me mainly because I I wasn't reading anything from sort of ni- late nineteen eighty four through to eighty nine, and um, the odd thing got picked up, but at, none of them are on my list. Uh, oh no, one of them is. One of them is. Mm. Um, so uh, so I have six series. And uh, and I will uh, I will start start on them now. The first one, written by Paul Cupperberg at the beginning, with art by the 
always awesome Steve Lytle. And and yes, and later sounds like Doom Patrol. And later, not him. Um, <laughs> later, he was replaced by uh, by a very pre-dragon uh, Eric Larson. Um, <coughs> and, but I wasn't I wasn't reading those ones, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> by the, by that point, I, I picked up the the issues that that that, that Steve Lytle drew, and then I pretty much quit the series. Um, so yes, that is the Doom Patrol, and this was the 1987 series, I believe, because that is one that I picked up. I remember seeing this uh, on on the newsstand um, at uh, at the uh, at the 7-Eleven, and thinking, Doom Patrol, awesome, must read, and uh, <laughs> and 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 then I remember it's like okay, and then next month gotta gotta get back there, see if I can get the next issue, and. Um, just really a big part of it was seeing those characters again because I always loved those characters ever since I got that little digest of uh, of, of the Doom Patrol that uh, sort of had a bunch of the early stories and um, and so uh, so I was really happy to see those characters again I had read the first issue of the showcase with the new Doom Patrol so I kind of knew what had what had gone on maybe that was the first thing I read and then I read the digest because I think the digest came out after that mm-hmm. anyway so it was the Doom Patrol it was cool and the art was mind-blowing mm-hmm. now I I wasn't familiar with uh with 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 Lytle at the time because I I hadn't at that point read any of his Legion work and um, I had not, uh, I because I didn't actually read any of the Baxter stuff in, until uh, in, until a few years, a couple of years later. Um, so so I wasn't aware of his art from that, but I was totally blown away by it on on Doom Patrol. Um, as I said when we spoke to him, I mean, I was it just uh, it, it just absolutely floored me. It was it, it was like ah. Oh, I want to. I want to read everything this guy does. And then when uh-huh. I learned he did the Legion, it's like, oh well, there you go. Um, yeah. That just right. that just makes sense. And uh, so yeah, so the, uh, the the Doom Patrol, all of that stuff available on uh, Comicsology. So uh, if you haven't read it, it it's a, it's a treat. Yeah. Next up, written by the incomparable Mike W. Barr, and drawn by the legendary Jim Aparo. And uh, this, uh, this repl- you know, this w- was, a, was a tough start for me because it replaced a series that I loved, which was The Brave and the Bold. And I speak, of course, of Batman and the Outsiders. Ah, oh, cool. On Another yep. Earth, there's a podcast about that, you know. That, that's true, there is. I've heard. Yes. I've heard. Um, and it's called Ollie and the Outsiders. <laughs> so wrong. Um, you have failed this comic book. Now again, this one I think I I, I, I guess I read them for I read it for the first uh, first couple of years. Um, I I never read it past when uh, like after um, uh, Apparel left. Mm-hmm. Um, was so you you stopped before Alan Davis? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I you know like I didn't read those issues until I got the showcase a, ah. a couple of years back, mm. and. Um, and that was that was just purely the timing, but uh, but but just a really cool book again, bringing back some some more obscure characters and and also creating a couple of new ones, and uh, back when they used to do that, 
Um, <laughs> no, they never did that. Yeah, you know, because I I essentially knew I I knew of Black Lightning, but not much about him. Mm. Um, I had seen, you know, so I I had read a couple of things. I'd certainly read when he would appear in DC Comics Presents. Um, and and really, DC Comics Presents was a a great source for me in learning about new characters. Because you'd have those characters that would team up with Superman, and 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 uh, and often would be drawn by an artist that was, you know, generally associated with that character for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where I've that's where I first be- became aware of Metamorpho. Mm-hmm. And uh, and thought, hey, Metamorpho, that's pretty cool. And there mm-hmm. he was in this book. And you had and and, and you had Black Lightning, and you mm-hmm. had Batman, and. And then there was these new characters as well. Well, they were very smart about that when they um, when they did the casting on that book for um, characters. They picked the two people who were invited to join the Justice League and refused. Good point. Which which kind of tied into Batman's whole Justice League. Screw you! I'm out of here. I'm going yeah. to him. Yeah, you know, because uh, that was so. the whole thing. Was was Batman was not pleased with the way. Um, the Justice League had handled a couple of things, and um, and so he so he decided he was leaving, and uh, and and started this new team. And you're right, you know, I never thought of it that way, but you're you're absolutely right. That is exactly why mm-hmm. um, why they were the perfect uh, two characters. And then of course you had Geo Force, and Halo, and Katana, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, so, so just yeah, some cool characters, and I remember when we when we learned uh, um, of Halo's origin story, and 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 that issue reminded me very much of the Who Is Donna Troy issue. Oh yeah, of of New Teen Titans, and um, you know, the, it, I always it, thought Halo had a really great costume. She does, or I mean, the the black costume with the with the color yeah, the spots style on it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the, the, the rainbow streak in her hair, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was very that's, cool. That was a, that's great design by Mike W. Barr. And and it was... Um, <laughs> Aparo, I guess. By Aparo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a good idea that um, Mike W. Barr put her and Katana together as kind of a different sort of Batman and Robin, in a way. Very much. You know, you had, yeah, there, there was... Because Katana had lost her family. Yep. And and here's this girl who wants to... She's She's the bright source in the outsiders at least at the time oh, you know, she was the happier one of the six <laughs> of them you know relatively speaking oh yeah <laughs> so you know and here's katana who's slicing people's lungs up so you know hey yeah exactly yeah and, and it was it was a great read and i'm a sucker for a paro art you know uh, that uh, it's it's uh it's a it's a Terrible thing that uh, that there that there terrible that it's there terrible. is no more of there is no more of that to be seen. Yeah. Um, but that said, the man was incredibly incredibly prolific while he was still with us, mm-hmm. and um, there is a lot of great stuff out there. A lot of great work that he did. Um, you know, including uh, the as I mentioned, Brave and the Bold. He did he did mm-hmm. so much work on that, and. Um, you know, uh, you know. Uh, uh, sure, there's a, there's an old school edge to uh, to his work. However, um, there's a there's a, a dynamic that uh, that to me is is unmatched by many. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you know, he 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 was a guy who always brought it, and on, on this book in particular. And 
and it was great to see him get to bust out with a, with with creating a couple of new characters, and uh, so so that that is that one. Next on my list, The Flash. Mm. I was a real sucker for uh, you know for me, and you'll see there's a couple on here that are written by uh, by Carrie Bates, and and you know it's it's kind of the, the top six <laughs> as I as I feel them right now. Even as I've been going through the list, it's like oh yeah, DC Comics presents. I love that book. Um, so that'll that'll be an honorable mention. But yes, the Flash. Uh, at the time, Carrie Bates and uh, and Carmen Infantino on art on that one. Um, Carrie Bates was writing it and editing the book at the time. Maybe not the best thing. Maybe that's why the uh, <laughs> Trial of the Flash extended well beyond my reading of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time we had, so we had Carmen Infantino penciling the book and um, often Dennis Jensen inking him, but sometimes Roden Rodriguez, who also uh, inked uh, Pat Broderick on Firestorm. I think he was a bit better suited to uh, to Broderick's work, but he brought an interesting dimension to what to what he did with Infantino as well. And uh, um, and of course, the Trial of the Flash was probably the bulk of that time because it was a mm-hmm. long story. Yeah, it was a very long story. Um, I, you know, looking at the uh, at the showcase on my on mm-hmm. my shelf, it's um, it, it's as, as thick as any two other volumes. Um, I think it's as thick as the Amethyst one. Yes, I'm looking at them now. I think that's about. Yeah, I think they're comparable, but that's neither wow. of which is, is is as thick as this Captain Carrot one, which is just oh massive. really oh wow. yeah yeah it's it's so it's well over it's like six hundred and sixty eight pages. Wow. Um, yeah. Why yeah. they added the two pages? <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so anyway, the the uh, so the flash of the time. This would this would have been post uh, death of Iris. Um, uh, Barry Allen was 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 all set to get married again. Aww. And um, but there was a certain bad guy who said he was going to kill his wife. Mm. And um, and that was it a was co- Darren. <laughs> Indeed, Darren was like, no, no, you can't get married because I can't get married. It, if you if you're a fan of soap operas, you should know better than to ask someone to marry you. Because <laughs> well, that's yeah, once a character is happy, hand. that means that mm. you only have one thing to do with them, which is to make them unhappy. So. Yeah. So of course Barry uh, ends up. Uh, he's you know he's he's getting married to uh, to Fiona Webb, who was his neighbor in his bachelor pad. Um, <laughs> Boom! Check him out. Because he moved into a into a swinging bachelor pad after after the apparent death of uh, of Iris, True. and um, <laughs> and so she, uh, um, uh, so of course uh, Zoom said he was going to kill her, and uh, and Flash went to stop him, and and they were running very fast, and he pulled him back, and his neck snapped. And, oops! Yeah. And, uh, Remember and, that awkward um, two-issue Justice League story where Zatanna kind of came on to Barry? <laughs> yeah. And it was very awkward there in JLA for like, it's when they were trying to get more characterization in the book. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, this, no, this was, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody needed it, it was Barry Allen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, everyone was I know. I know. He is something, but wow, it was just like it was the speaking. exact opposite of swinging bachelor pad. Totally. <laughs> and you know how Jordan decorated that thing. You just know he did. <laughs> exactly. Oh, totally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
like, trust me, the chicks will dig it. Giggity. So I, I didn't stick it. I didn't stick it out to the end of that storyline. That's mainly because it went on forever. Yeah. Um, but um, I know have how it s- ended. <laughs> Crisis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It ended well for him. Nah. For a, for a little while. For like twenty five years. Well, no, I mean it, uh, at the end yeah, of that, the book, that's they how do the, literally ended. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they say, and they lived happily happily ever after, for, for a, a while. while. <laughs> dun dun dun. Exactly. So um, yeah. So the the Flash always a favorite of mine, and uh, and that series is one of the reasons why. Also, at the time, being a uh, being a fan of of the stuff that Carrie Bates was working on, he was writing action comics. He was also writing Superman as well. I think quite a bit at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, but I th- I'm thinking mainly of action comics as drawn by Kurt Swan, mm-hmm. a name familiar to Legion fans and Superman fans at any rate. Um, and and I think particularly in this run, there's a couple of standouts, and one of those is the return of Jonathan Kent. And it's a a really cool two issue story where Jonathan Kent basically comes back, he just shows up, mm-hmm. and um, and everyone's like, oh yeah, it's it's Clark's dad. Oh cool, hey, great to see you. And uh, and it's as though he was never gone. And uh, and this is really weird to uh, to Superman. He's like, what's going on? And uh, but he gets to spend that time, that couple of days with his dad, and um, <laughs> he's been hanging out with Aunt May over in Marvel. Well, and it, it and it turns out uh, there's a whole thing where where aliens let him come forward to just just to visit, just like basically he helped them out, so they they were doing him a solid with this, and uh, ah. and um, and and it was just his chance to see, you know, how how his boy would turn out. And uh, so it's a re- it's it's a cool Superman story. It's an even better Jonathan Kent story, and uh, and very awesome. I think it was around uh, five oh eight or something like that. Mm. Um, I should have pulled that one out, but uh, anyway. So um, that was a, that definitely a favorite of a favorite series for me. Um. Damn, I was totally right. Wow. <laughs> um, send your send your questions in to stump the Paul. Boom. But boom. Um anyway, so so that's that one. Another one near and dear to my heart, especially right now, Captain Carrot and his amazing zoo crew by Roy Thomas. Oh yeah. And Scott Shaw. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, With the exclamation point. Exactly. Exactly. I hope I got that across. You did. Uh, you did. <laughs> and I tell you, I'm I'm seeing this book through through new eyes now in reading in uh, in reading with Ella. We're all, we've only got through the first couple of issues um, and the Teen Titans preview, and um, and it's it's it is great comic book satire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, re- really really pokes good fun at at at, uh, at all the genres of, of superhero comics and uh all the sort of the the little uh, little foibles um all get played with um in a way that would be done with much more zaniness in a couple of years with uh, with ambush bug but um but certainly uh there was no shortage of that here and and uh, what I'm really looking forward to is when we get to the Crisis on Earth C and Crisis on Earth C minus, the uh, <laughs> crossover with the just a lot of animals. just a lot of animals, yeah, yeah. like Super Squirrel, Batmouse, Wonder Wabbit, 
Um, mm. The Crash. Aqueduct. Yes, oh, and, and, and I always love Doug, the, the the green green lambkin, lambkin. the green lambkin, and, and lambkin, and the Martian anteater. Oh yes, I've forgotten about that one. So, mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to getting to that. And um, she's really enjoying the series right now. And uh, as I say, you know, she's naming off all the characters. Um, she, the, <laughs> it's funny. She's like, I don't really get uh, Yankee Poodle's power. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but she likes the idea of a turtle that could run very fast. Mm-hmm. That That's is irony. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it's just a cool series. And uh, um, you know, there's there's you know, in amidst all the all the goofiness and funny animalness of it, and uh, you know, with one of my favorite characters being, of course, Duck Giordano, mm. who is um, um, Roger Rabbit. In a pre who is Roger pre, Rabbit, who, who framed, is, who Roger, framed Rabbit. Roger Rabbit yeah. on that yeah. uh, era. Um, yes, so uh, uh, his ed- his editor is Duck Giordano. And of course, there is President Mallard Fillmore. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, yeah, amid- amidst all the goofiness, there's actually some pretty cool superhero action in it. So, yes, Captain oh. Carrot and his amazing zoo. <laughs> and does Alley Cat Abra's breast make you feel uncomfortable? She's really zoptic for a kitty cat. That's all it, I'm saying. It, it does now. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> it didn't until you you're mentioned welcome. it. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Damn. You're I read, welcome. I read this with my kid, dude. Um, <laughs> and number one should come as no surprise. Legion of Superheroes. Durr. What? Durr. Yeah. Durr. <laughs> Yeah. No one so, no one here saw that coming at all. No. So. Nope. Oh, shocking. Shocking, I know. Um and of course at, at the time um you know this and, and I'm trying to think uh yeah, we yeah, we were still we were still in that era. Okay. So yeah, at the time of course uh Keith Giffen on art, Paul Levitt's writing the book. Mhm. It's a beautiful beautiful thing. And um by this point, of course, we were uh, well, well into the uh, the post darkness, um, um, as, as things were getting a little bit different with the artwork. Oh, mm. but but uh, alas, this this series uh, I, I didn't get to finish it out because it um, was taken from me because I just didn't have a specialty shop in the area. So when the Baxter Aww. when the Baxter book started. I, it I, went away. I Aww. missed all that, and it was I, I, and it wasn't until five years later. What? What? Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, that uh, that I that I started reading the book, ironically, with the five year later run. You could um, have just like written in for a subscription. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was not as easily done here. Uh fair enough. Yeah, because then you had to deal with it getting over the border and. Eh. Well, there's that. Paid ten bucks extra. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, and I was like, you know, twelve or thirteen at the time, so it just wasn't happening. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so there we go. My, uh, my the top six series of my youth. Awesome. All right, that's cool. So we're going to discuss about ours now. Absolutely. I take it? Is yeah. That the thing? Yeah. Maybe maybe we just pick like uh, a couple. Each, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I got six. What are you talking about? I did it while you were <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's that's perfect. But Scott can say six because I'm sure we will have some overlap. I'm Absolutely. Sure. I'm sure. So go ahead, Scotty. 
Well, uh, as you may or may not know from listening to the show, I was not a DC guy before, say, Crisis. Yeah, yeah. So when you talk about books that I read when I was younger, you got to look to the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of my top six are Marvel books. Okay. So I probably there's no real particular order. Uh, let's, at the time, I remember the burn run on Fantastic Four. Oh yes. So I mean, I mean, at the at that time when you're a young guy and you see John Byrne's art for the first time, you're just like, wow. Seriously. It was so beyond whatever I'd seen because I again not reading DC, had never seen Neil Adams. Yeah. Never seen any any of the things that sort of came before him. Was that was that where you first saw Byrne, or had you seen his X Men stuff before that? Uh, no, the Fantastic Four I believe was my first Byrne. Nice. Followed closely by Alpha Flight, which is second on my list. Ah, yes. So, I mean, that burn run on Alpha Flight, especially for us Canadian guys, was oh, yeah. just peaches and cream, man. Like, the first 24 episodes, issues, so good. I put that up against anything. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'd agree anything with that. Anything out there. Yeah, for sure. Such, such uh, a great book. <laughs> the very first book that I ever collected, Marvel 2-in-1. Much awesome. like your uh, DC Comics Presents or yep. your Brave and the Bold, it was the thing teaming up with whoever. Yeah, because I never really uh, yeah. got into Spider-Man for some reason. Spider-Man never really yeah, he's a little sticky. Floated my uh, my particular boat, so uh, I I was always cool with the big rocky orange guy who just sort of slugged his way through shit. Clobbering <laughs> <laughs> time. And, and Pro- again, you Project got to meet Pegasus. all sorts of cool new dudes. Sorry, Project Pegasus. Oh, pro- that's, yeah, Project that's what Pegasus. I remember first, from it. George Perez, man. That's right. the first time I ever saw George Perez. Wow. Was in the Project Pegasus saga. And, so the and Serpent the Serpent Squad. Oh. So but but you're right. Like that. that that whole that whole idea, like like that's that was the great thing about team up books, was it exposed you to characters that you weren't reading anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truth. Truth. And uh and and and, and you know, and it and, and the interest but the interesting thing with that book as opposed to like DC Comics Presents, they were all one and done stories for the most part. There were yeah, sure. there yeah. were relatively few exceptions to that, but there were a couple of exceptions to that. weren't there weren't there some themes at some point that would go through, but it was never the same guest star for sure. Exactly, and and uh, but but the thing was <laughs> the thing was <laughs> the thing was with uh, Marvel two uh-huh. one you had like ongoing stories, and they found ways to work the the team up characters into that, and that, that was very cool. Yeah, definitely. For, for, for Project Pegasus, it would start out with him again, with one guy investigating it, and then they come across a second guy, and then another part of the plot. So then the second guy would be the official guest star of the other one, although the other guy was still hanging around. Yeah. Ah. yeah so yeah. it was doing that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, definitely. That was say, uh, one of my favorites. After that, we get into sort of a gray area where I don't really remember a lot of the stuff from when I was younger. So we get up to Secret Wars, mm. for example. Mike Zek, yeah. that classic one where the Hulk is holding up the mountain range on the cover of Secret Wars number four. Uh, <laughs> like you do. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's my jam right there. That's Hulk is the strongest awesome. one there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for he was smart in that series. Oh, he, he, had, he had had Banner's intellect, so he was really just getting angry because uh, Reed Richards kept making him angry because he knew whenever he was angry, he was stronger. So Reed Richards would be like uh, telling him he was stupid and shit. And he'd be like, getting all mad. 
<laughs> and then as soon as he got out, he's like, I see what you did there. Uh, you got me. Okay. Uh, yuck, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, and this is one I, I, I have to put in just on the strength of the fact that I triple dipped on this series. You tri- uh, Excuse you? There are children listening. When? I think they stopped listening. Or they're uh, old enough now because we're six. Oh, sure. We're six now. We're yeah. Six. Six holes. Daddy, we're six. So <laughs> I called Darren Daddy. So uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> My work is done. Mm-hmm. Yours, however. It's uh, the Hercules done. series by Bob Layton. Oh, that's yes. a story of Hercules in space. Was that the f- that was like the four issue mini? There was two four issue minis, <laughs> and then there was a couple Marvel Age tales, and then there was a graphic novel. Yeah, because it was uh, Hercules, Prince of Power, right? Yes, Hercules, Prince of Power, exactly. And that's him bombing around the universe with a robot uh, guy that just records everything he does because he's awesome. (laughs) And then in the second mini, he's bombing around with a robot and a scroll, an old broken down scroll who's just trying to get by the universe. Awesome, a scroll. Yeah, so good. It's 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 fantastic stuff. As I I know, I I know this because I bought the original issues twice because I purged my collection once and then decided I wanted it back. Then I bought the trade paperback of the first mini uh, last year at a con because it was five bucks. Yeah. And this year I went and bought the uh, two hardcover collections of the Marvel Masterworks. Oh, cool. So it's got everything. It's got The first one's got the two minis and then the second one's got the Marvel Age stories and the graphic novel. Cool. I bought this damn story three times. So uh, clearly it's it it hook, it's hooked into me somehow. So. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. But mm. I mean that's that's the series where Hercules is is on a planet and he's trying to figure out how to stop Galactus. This planet is the planet Seagram 7. Populated by snail people who are only really good at one thing, making booze. <laughs> Seagram 7. <laughs> So because he helped them out with some uh, spaceship crash or something like that, they give him a bottle of the most potent liquor in the universe. He's like, don't drink more than a drop of that stuff diluted in water. Otherwise, <laughs> you'll be blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Galactus comes down. So Hercules says, okay, well, he goes up there. He says, hey, Galactus, I'm also immortal. We should have a drink together because that's what immortal bros do. Totally. So he's, he slips him, splits him the uh, ultimate Mickey there. <laughs> Galactus pretends to be drunk for a bit before going, dude, I, I told you can't even get drunk. I'm just bombing you. <laughs> but you made me laugh, so I won't eat this planet. So Hercules saves it. Wow. 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 Good job, Hercules. I like, I like Hercules because he accidentally saves the day a lot, which is fun. <laughs> that is fun. It's true. Well, and, and, and at a time, like that was that was a different way of going, right? You know, because at oh, the time, totally. everyone was square-jawed and always saved the day always. deliberately. <laughs> Not oops. Hercules has always been sort of a, like in Marvel anyway, he's always been sort of a, I like fighting. Rah, let's Hey, you, let's fight. Hey, them's fighting words. You know, that kind of yeah, yeah. interplay. Him and Thor always getting into it and stuff. Always, I'm strong always. with you. Look at my well, skirt. In, yeah, in DC, Hercules is pretty much a villain. I mean, with, yeah, with Diana yeah, like, and everything, so macho he's, a, he's a macho, misogynistic bastard. So yeah, yeah. So uh, Marvel Hercules is way better. I agree. I agree. I like him. And uh, last but not least, this is one of the 
longest series I ever collected, and that was West Coast Avengers. Oh, yeah. That was the yes. team oh, with yeah. Hawkeye and Hawkeye, Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Man, Wonder Man. When it, with, it started out with his safari jacket. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't. He was out of the safari jacket by then. He was in that really bad green one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The, the jetpack on his back because his bunk can be burned because he was made of ionic energy. Yeah. Did so, yeah, you keep reading that, it when it became Force Works? Uh, no, that's when I gave up. Ah, okay. Is it, I, I think I read like the first two or three, and I was just like, you know what? This isn't the same book anymore. Pretty much after Byrne came in in the 50s there and left again, that's where I started dropping out myself. I was just like, you know what? This isn't – it wasn't as fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, West Coast Avengers, as I mentioned before, had the uh, the crisis in sp- the space-time saga where like, they lost in space-time. Yes, time. yes. And that was mind-blowing to me as as a young man, so – because they just kept going on and on and adding more people and more people in different time zones. You're like, how are they going to fix all this? Mm. But, uh, yeah. So that was that was the very first series I collected off the stands from issue number one. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So there you go. That's Fantastic. My Great list. <laughs> See, I didn't do my homework, but I did it real quick. But while yeah, somebody else was doing <laughs> Uh, well. Yeah. Which coincidentally is how I did most of my homework in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Here's sensing your a theme. I, uh... You do your report first. I'll be, I'll, I'll catch up. Catch up. I'll catch up. Uh, for, for me, like when I first started reading, there isn't really a whole lot of memorable stuff because the late 80s. It was the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I first started reading, it was the late 80s. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that really sticks out in my mind that kept me hooked was the amazing spider-man from that era so what was going on at that time in in that was the i think the first issue of amazing spider-man that i remember picking up was uh the secret wars 2 crossover Oh, so he had the black suit still. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or was he out of it by He then? didn't have the black suit at that point. Oh. Oh, because it had already split off to Venom. Because, well, Venom was still coming up, but mm. the because he only had he had the black suit up through like two fifty nine ish is when he went That's back cool. to the original costume, but. That was the one where he was, I think, uh, fighting Mephisto. And eventually that would come back that that was where, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the guy who was Ghost Rider, the, the demon part, that's where he got released. Uh huh. Zarathos? Yeah, that's it. That's the guy. And, okay. Because Zarathos was involved with it somehow, too. And they they just kept reading, and that was around the, all of the hobgoblin stuff. Oh the, yeah, the that was some good stuff. Hobgoblin, and then mm-hmm. uh, gang war, and Craven's last hunt, mm-hmm. and oh, then all ending up with the the Venom storyline. And I think I kept reading up th- a little bit after the first Venom appearance. But then I went away from Spider-Man for a while. But that was a really good about 
two and a half, three years of Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, was I, that I, some Alex Saviak stuff? Uh, was he on the other one? Was he on Spectacular at I that point? I think he was on the other one. This yeah. was a lot of... Uh, who was it? A lot of it was... I think it was all over the place. But I remember Alan Kupperberg was on it for a while and obviously Mike Zek for yeah Craven's last hunt I mean, Todd McFarlane it was so it was a a few people over but Ron friends so it was it was some good oh, stuff yeah, yeah nice and that yeah that's really the only <laughs> really the only one that sticks out to me right now very cool Okay. Well, then I guess it's me. Yeah. Um, for me, well, Legion, duh. Um, we talk about that enough, right, don't, don't we? Yeah. So, so the other ones that, I mean, I was reading Justice League, but I can't say it was one of my favorites. I just felt kind of obligated to buy it just because <laughs> um, I had a limited amount of allowance, and I got more heroes for my buck that way. So that's why I Plus wound Hawkman. up. Plus Hawkman. Hello, Harness. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> you you got um, more heroes for your buck that way, but if it's a if it's a comic that stuck with me, there's actually two or three, and I guess the first one's got to go to New Teen Titans, um, mm-hmm. the Marv Wolfman, George Perez. I started reading that with issue seventeen, the one that introduced Francis Kane, uh-huh, um, yes. and uh, that freaked me out. And like, oh, this is actually a good story, and I picked up the next one, which was Starfire. The Russian Starfire, and then uh, I got a Doctor Light story after that, and then before you knew it, um, there were there were little things in between, and then Brother Blood happened, and then Blackfire happened, and I was I was I was done. I was hooked. And, was, and then was they cocaine. had a, they had a new uh, a new teammate uh, join. They, they had a t- new teammate join, and that was really really cool. Yeah. Until issue thirty four. <laughs> When you're like, no, so um, because that, so that was great. the whole thing about, oh, you know something the characters don't know. Now, that's kind of torturous, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, Dude, that, guy, that that series is just excellent. If no one's read it, mm. by all means, go back and read it because, I mean, it is of its time. It, it still it still reads well. It, it still, still reads, reads well. well. I, I, I read some of that stuff. I read a slightly sanitized version with, with Ella last mm. year. Yeah, because that Trigon Brother Blood stuff can be kind of it, it, yeah, it's pretty heavy. I, we skipped over Brother Blood, but uh, and, and Trigon um, that Trigon's that, just a bad bad person. The, the Trigon battle, the big <laughs> the big battle with Trigon was truncated, shall we say? Yeah, truncated. Um, yeah, it's I, like, I, I believe that's good. And yeah. then flip 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 flip. They win. They win. Um, but uh, but but a lot of the other stuff, it you know, it read really well, and she was interested. Like it, it kept it kept her engaged because there was mm-hmm. lots going on with the characters, and they they became sort of interesting people to her. And then when she saw mm-hmm. them on TV, she was like, "Oh, this is oh, awesome. yeah, exactly." Yeah. So when you uh, see them on TV, it's like, "Holy crap!" Um, she's like, "That's cyborg, Daddy." Yes. <laughs> and he never says "booyah." I don't care. Um, the the next one uh, in a totally different vein. It was a mini series, but it keeps my hope for funding comics alive. Um, that would be Amazing Man. Nice, because that was just such a cute everyday slice of life comic, starring little Amazing Man who thought he was a hero, 
is this, this eccentric New Yorker, um, and everyone's like, oh well, it's just it's just Mays, you know, this is this is what he does, and everyone accepts that he is eccentric and crazy. Awesome. And I thought it was really cool in the last issue that they got uh, Frank Miller to do a uh, fantasy cover of Amazing Man in Dark Knight Returns. I thought that was pretty cute. That was pretty sweet. Totally. Um, and uh, the next one, I've got to go to the other house. I was reading X-Men. Mm-hmm. And I started in 200. And I thought, oh, this is the X-Men team everyone's told me about. You know, it's got, you know, Storm mm-hmm. and um, Nightcrawler and Colossus and uh, Kitty Pride and you know, yada yada, and then uh, the massacre of the mutants happened. Yes, and it was never that team again. So I, <laughs> I got into it like the issue Magneto joined, which I thought was really odd. And I asked my friends, "Is that supposed to happen?" They're like, "No, this isn't good." I'm like, "Okay, total bait and switch, total, total." <laughs> and uh, but I still have to say, yeah, you know, I don't think you're a a really died in the wool comic book fan until you do read some X Men. Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially Chris Claremont X-Men because he'll leave a thread and then go back to it two and a half years later oh, and pick yeah. it up. And you thought, oh, well, that doesn't matter. Let's move on. Nope. <laughs> Here it is. Um, got some good and Nimrod I stuff. I saw sporadic issues of that when I was doing yeah. my collecting back then. Uh, the one where uh, the sorcerer Cool and Gaff takes over New York and turns it into like uh, the whole island of Manhattan's into like a medieval village. Oh, yeah. that one's yeah. awesome. So yeah. That, which was cool because they had all the cro- like all the characters who live in New York were in the book. Even though it wasn't their book. Like Captain America was there and Spider-Man was there. Yeah. And they were all just all suddenly medieval and they didn't know why. And that covered the cover for the one where uh, Professor Xavier and Caliban have mashed into this weird golem-like thing with uh, – that was um, J.R.J.R. Yeah. John Romita Jr. Oh, that thing freaked me out for years. That was great stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I didn't read too much past... I read a a bit past Burns' run. I started reading X-Men with 126, so it was just before uh, Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. See, I never even got that stuff. Gene was long dead before I saw that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I read for a bit after that, but I think for me, you know, like then Byrne left and we had a couple of Cockrum issues. Um... (laughs) And then Paul Smith took over. And you, the, said, you said Cockrum issue. <laughs> um, I did, didn't He's got I? Cockrum wow. issues. <laughs> wow, what a collection of, of syllables that was. I know, um, right? <laughs> wow. Um, I uh, I wasn't into the Paul Smith work. And now I kick my... I, I just really? Like, like, yeah, yeah, that's it, wild. It, 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 I, I love his work. I, I, I've come to love his work since then and i appreciate what he did on x-men now at the time it was like well this isn't burn and well that's uh, true uh, it, it, and that's a hard hurdle to get over when you're younger it's yeah. true it's true <laughs> and that said i i was enjoying the the story still and it was like oh i don't like the art as much but the story's really cool and then it went into this whole thing with the brood and i just lost interest and uh, the brood and that and that ended it for me you know as i think about it i think gene came back right after i started reading x-men because that's when they started the new x-factor oh, is that, that, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Simon that's right. yeah because that was the first time i i i really saw i mean i was i don't know if that was before or after crisis but i've heard of this thing called crossovers yeah but when they did the Mutant Massacre, it was like, buy these four books to read the story. I'm like, I'm not doing that. 
because <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the money. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't an option for me. So it's like, I, I, no, I'm just going to have to suffer through and figure out what happens here. And then you discover Nightcrawler and, and, and Kitty have been shuffled off to uh, Excalibur. That's right. You know, and it's like, well, these, this isn't the team I wanted to read about. <laughs> so, you know, eh, it, things change. But I still think those books are, are pretty important for comic book history, for sure. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, so X-Factor started around 85. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I, I think I stopped yeah. reading around 83, somewhere around, somewhere in there. Um, I, for some reason, to... Um, to, or 163 somewhere in the 160s I think might have been where where I where I where I moved where I moved on from it but uh, since then I've read a lot of that stuff and uh, and, and and quite enjoyed it through the essentials um, but uh, but yeah I, can't, I was like oh, it's Paul Smith it's terrible I hate this stuff <laughs> oh, seriously oh, seriously you know you, you know who did that for me when I was young Infantino. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't uh, couldn't hack it. Couldn't hack I it. Totally That's why I never got into that. like flash and stuff. I was just like, nah, 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 nah. So yeah, there's, there's, there's I appreciate Kirby. it now, but I still don't it's it's not really my cup of tea yet. Mm-hmm. Which no, is strange, absolutely, but, but it, it, it it but it can make a difference. It, and and in each of these cases it was someone who was fairly stylized. Yeah. And um and and so so that can end up being something that either works for you or doesn't. And it was the same with at the time when Giffen was getting stylized. That, oh my god, that lost Prophet. me at first. Now I love it. Well, Prophet and Omen, or whatever we call it, back in the day, that was horrible for me. I was like, yeah. what is this art? I mean, I I love the characters. I yeah. I know who everyone is. Yeah, but someone new coming onto that book, looking at that artwork, I could imagine they're like, oh no. But but now. The art's not what loses you with that, those issues. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's that the story is so great you can barely keep up. <laughs> that that too, that too. That was one of the more esoteric Legion stories. Very, very esoteric. You could call it that. Yeah, well, for lack of any other word that I can think of right now. <laughs> Besides bad. Yeah. They can't all be great, you know. No. That's just... You know. No, and 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 some things you react to differently at different times of your life. So I mean, true, true. I was just glad to be reading Legion. So there you go. Exactly. Yeah. So that was your that was the top six, for you, Polly. That that that's yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've got mine, and my list is um, the the top six TV shows that a Legion fan should love. Oh, nice. Now that I, I there's a caveat here. Um, not originally a comic book property. Oh, uh, so nice. so nothing that is DC, Marvel, Image, independent. You know, they may have had comic books since, and some of them have, but not originally like that. And so my my honorary mention here, if you can find the original Japanese with subtitles, because the American version is awful, um, Battle of the Planets or Gotcha Man. Yes. Because yes. that was like the first. I mean, we had Super Friends as a kid on TV, but <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Battle of the Planets was a much more serious comic or, or uh, series. Even with the stupid robot in it, you could tell from the action scenes that people were dying. <laughs> 
it was really hard to blow up a city and keep saying, oh, well, we evacuated everyone. It was fine, you know. But when you see the Japanese version, it's like, oh, this is actually kind of sinister. Here. Yeah, I didn't see so, that until I was in, uh, until I was well into my 20s. But I remember what I remember watching like in, in kindergarten after school watching uh, Battle of the Planets. Totally. Oh, and, yeah. And it was I used all to make spaceships out of Lego all the time. Absolutely. I can remember that uh, over at over at Bedford Public School, just around the corner from you, Scott, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, running across the hill in kindergarten playing G-Force. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Were you princess? Come on, confess. <laughs> I was I'm not Jason. hearing a no here. I was Jason. You were Jason. Oh, you were the angry one. Yeah. Ah, I see how it is. Indeed. All right. Um, so my, my number six, um, the Powerpuff Girls. I mean, nice. <laughs> come on. They're cute. They're kids. They have superhero powers. They have a rogues gallery that rivals Flash and Batman, I think. Oh, definitely. Um, so if you've they never seen this. They a super this, intelligent monkey. That's pretty awesome. They do. Mojo Jojo, um, which is their version of Lex Luthor, which is kind of frightening. But they also have the interdimensional him, who's kind of their devil Trigon character. And yes. They have Princess, who's their um, the um, the one who wants to be one of them but can't. Kind of you know, it's it's very. They even have a Bizarro Powerpuff Girl in one episode, and yeah, they've got the boy alternates of them, the the Rowdy Rough Boys. So um, yeah, check out Powerpuff Girls yeah. if you haven't already. I, I've only have. I've only seen a few of them. Oh, they're so. But they're, but they're the ones, written for adults. Yes, too, but the ones so. I've seen, I've seen a lot, and the and the little the DVD I picked up was the Meet the Beatles one. Oh, that's a good one. For, for obvious reasons, but it was like a friend of mine had, had told me, yeah, yeah, tons of Beatles references. And it's like, well, oh, totally. I totally. must have this. And, you must. Uh, and so, so I had that. And then um, when Alice started showing interest in superheroes, I thought, eh, she'll enjoy this. And she loved it. She mm-hmm. loves the Powerpuff Girls. So she has watched these three or four episodes that are on this disc about a thousand times, I think. And, Good for uh, her. She loves it. Yeah. Indeed. No, it's and, and but that's the thing. You're right. It is totally written for adults, but it, it is one of those things that works so well on the layers. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, number five. If you love Ultra Boy, and I know we all do, and if Ultra you Boy love, is great. Oh, it's uh, Life Goes On with Corky. No. <laughs> and if you love Dial H for Hero, and I know you do. And if you love Our Man, and I know you do, they took all three of these and combined them into Ben 10. Yeah. So if you never watch Ben 10. uh, I want to now. Ben 10 is a kid who's got a little, it's called the Omnitrix, and he can dial into different aliens and push a button and he shape changes into the aliens and they all have these different abilities. But it's only for a limited time. Hmm. 10 yeah. minutes, hence the 10. Nice. Ah. Okay, and he, and he has 10 aliens to start off with. And of yeah, course that's he what has I a, thought it was. Yeah, and, and he has um, sis, a, a cousin who is, um, she gets powers um, soon too, and then uh, another friend of theirs gets some powers. You find out that their uncle or grandpa is um, a member of a secret um, society of uh, men in black, basically fixing alien incursions on earth so wow. it, it's it's kind of a cool series it's got layers i mean it's yeah it, it kind of the trope can get kind of old at times but if you like 
you know, I was going for young characters with superpowers yeah. fighting the evil. So there you go. That's why Ben 10 gets the shout out. Um, number four, Phineas and Ferb. And, and I put I put them on the list because they are kind of a mini legion in their own special way. So Phineas and Ferb act kind of like Brainiac 5 together. Okay. Because they're always nice. building stuff to, to fix things and to, and to do new cool things. They had this kick-ass girl with them who is a, a fireside girl who has all the badges in the world. So she reminds me kind of like Saturn Girl, yeah. who is perfect at everything for no good reason. Like, you know, making lead serums. So, <laughs> and, and they have another guy who's very, very smart at math and is a complete nerd. And so that could be Lyle <laughs> or Invisible nice. Kid. Because yeah. he's the nerd. He's the geek. And then they have a bully. And um, uh, the bully could be any of the, uh, like, Ultra Boy or Monel, any of the strong guys in, in the Legion. Ooh. And uh, it, it's a cute, cute, cute thing when they're trying to pull off all their stuff. They, th- they think they're doing great things, but their older sister is trying to bust them to her parents. So the, there's, <laughs> there is part of the conflict. And then they have a pet platypus. And the pet platypus is actually a secret agent who's fighting. As they an, are, yeah. As they are, who's fighting an evil scientist in town. And always these two plots manage to coincide and come apart. They've done time travel parts, very, very wittily done. They've cool. done go, going to different planets. You name it, they've done it. Watch that show. It is hilarious. Nice. They believe in the power of the running gag. <laughs> so you got to start at episode one and work your way through. It's great. Um, number three, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You want action. You want more adult kids fighting stuff. Uh, Buffy is the way to go. And it has that soap opera element that I think Legion needs. Because there's always something going on between the characters as well as fighting the evils. Yeah, totally. So, you know, poor Tara. Conflict, um, conflict, conflict, conflict. Conflict, conflict, conflict. When, the, when characters are happy, make them unhappy. Um, Darren, there's something on your shirt. Ah, my shirt. Um, number two, does anyone remember Mutant X besides me? Oh, well, yeah. I remember it existed. It, yeah, it existed. It was kind of like an X-Men ripoff. In fact, <laughs> it was exactly like an X-Men ripoff. There, there were four people who had super amazing powers that they were born with, and they were fighting against a government that wanted them to work for them and register and test them and study them and blah, blah, blah. So um, I'm pretty sure you can find that elsewhere um, all online. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. I, I only saw a few of them, but I remember there was one bit. There's a there's a bit where uh, when and, and Scott will know this as you as you go over from the convention center to uh, the to Union Station, there is I remember mm-hmm. there was a big battle that they filmed in that hallway there. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, because it, it was it, most of it was filmed in Toronto. Yeah. And um, like you do, like you do. Um, but this was when you didn't do that that often. And uh, so and, and I, I think that was a, a co-production with the uh, with with sci fi or mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> but one of the things I liked was, again, uh, here's another um, disconnected um, dis- disconnected Lex Luthor sighting. True, we already true. talked about the Sherman Howard uh, one. Of course, John Shea was the uh, was the leader of this this little band of, of mutants, 
and he was, of course, Lex Luthor in the uh, Lois and Lois Clark and Clark series. So mm-hmm. there's always <laughs> a. Um, this episode should be Six Degrees of Lex Luthor. <laughs> See, they, they have it. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe we're of Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, <laughs> a Mutant X came around when they were doing a whole bunch of more uh, syndicated shows. Yeah. After they found out that Star Trek was really popular, and so we got Hercules and we got Xena, but we got a lot that didn't succeed. Um, everyone remember uh, Cleopatra three thousand? Okay. So um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, go look it up. It existed. Um, oh. So my number one is currently on um, Disney on mm-hmm. uh, Disney XD channel, but you can get a couple of the, the seasons off of Netflix. It's called Lab Rats. And oh, it stars, no, no. yes, I love it. Uh, it stars you Hal would. Sparks. I would, yes. Hal, Hal Sparks. Sparks plays the uh, the um, good scientist who um, basically has three um, super powered robotic children. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. And, and and he gets true. married. He gets married to a woman, and her son discovers the kids um, because apparently he never told his new wife about them, which is very disturbing. And um, hilarity ensues Mm. because they don't really know how to control their powers because they're evolving as they age. So it's cute. (laughs) It's more for kids. I give you that. But, you know, superhero action, eh, go for it. Cool. And plus, I couldn't use Arrow. It's a DC property. That's right. Come on. This was about stuff that wasn't originally a comic book. So No abs allowed. No, no, no arrows, no flashes, no firestorms, no atoms. Yep. Because they're all coming soon. Yes, they are. I mean, you, you can forget Superman and Gotham. So, you know. Eh. And I think at some point they have to acknowledge that, hey, hey, Ronnie Raymond, you look kind of like Oliver Queen. Huh. <laughs> well. You can't not it, acknowledge that. His mom got around. So. Hey, now. From Indeed. a storyline standpoint. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I'm not saying the actress. Come on, game break. <laughs> Damn. I didn't say that. Damn. So wrong. So those are my uh, six TV shows for Legion fans who want to see some superhero action without it originating in a comic book form. So you guys have anything to add? Mm. Oh goodness. No. No. Matt doesn't it, watch it, TV. You know what? It, no, it. that's something that you. <laughs> That you need actual preparation. Yeah, for. that 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 requires some some thought. You know, there's um, you know, but thinking of of um, I asked the hard question. Ooh. You, you did. You really did. Um, <laughs> Good for me. There's a couple that are that are escaping me, but but you know, and it actually leads me to uh, to thinking of, of some shows that 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 kind of don't fit the theme necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, with with uh, with the idea of it being the youthful characters, because you but 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 what you mentioned sort of had me thinking of a couple of uh, of of cool spy shows that uh, that involve sort of the, that sort of. Um, um, well, I think spy shows would be fine. Cool, cool team, yeah, but it, but just it, you know, it it it's only because when you mentioned them, they reminded me of. Um, of these things that I'm trying to, and 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 one of them, it, it's literally the the name of the series, 
is escaping me. And um, <laughs> good spies, good spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try looking for a spy show. Um, uh, there's been a few. Um, there's been a, a couple, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and so that makes it challenging. But but you know, like your your mention of of, of Buffy in comparison to. Um, to you know in comparison to legion you know these these ideas and 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 that and and you know they brought a lot of that kind of idea to to tv uh, as much as they you know made the joke about the scooby gang you know mm. everybody else had to have their scooby gang after that oh yeah and um because it's a boring show without them i mean but you you kind of see like firefly and um andromeda the these sci-fi shows um, Farscape kind of adapted that whole, um, I, I call it the Star Trek crew mentality, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't say Joss invented that. Um, but I, I think it's important when you have, we, we've talked about it before, about how plots are great, but characters king. I mean, yeah, if you don't absolutely. have great characters, no one's going to want to pay attention to the story you're writing. So, Yeah, so one of the ones that it made me think of was the show Eyes with Tim Daly. Uh, which came out around 2005, only lasted five episodes. Ooh, um, and that's a good one. What's that? That's I don't a think good I, one. I don't think I ever heard of it. Yeah, so it was I'll cool. Have to look it, it, up. Was, it was really neat. Uh, so yeah, Tim Daly kind of ran this risk management firm, and um, and so they would do they would investigate people when law enforcement fell short, and so it was uh, it was all about you know gadgets, you know very very sort of mission impossibly at times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was a pretty cool series, and uh, and and so that's one that kind of makes me think of that mainly because it's just that any anything that involves sort of a, a team working together in, uh, in 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 solving things, you know, is is you know really that that key to uh, to what the Legion does is is it it's not that they are each so powerful; it's that together they're unbeatable. Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's you know that's so so that's one example and that uh, and, and that ties into the legion so there you go there you have it misfits so. of science oh yeah nice. see science. I thought about putting them on that list but I didn't think in comparison they were that successful so but yes I remember watching that as a kid and it was fun oh, yeah so you won't say misfits of science but you'll say lab rats I will <laughs> <laughs> lab rats has had more than uh, eleven episodes so uh, yeah. That doesn't necessarily make it good. How many survivors have there been? <laughs> Lots. Ask Murray. Lots. Yeah. Lots. Murray so needs to be on that show. <laughs> be like, where can I put it? That where can I put my hammock? <laughs> and they'll say, Murray, you know, we we can't deal with this. I mean, what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> he'd say, "I want to rock." I want to rock, and they say, "That's it, Murray. You know, Ta-da. we're not, Off we're not going to take it. We're not going to take it. No, no, we're not going to take it. <laughs> In fact, we're not going to take it anymore." Mm. Oh, there goodness. you go, Murray. We gave you an hour. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so uh, Matt, it's your turn. Oh. I've been trying to come up with a with with a, a top six list, but I kind of uh, failed. <laughs> Can't only got about three. Then give us three. 
Yeah, it's a three series that I think I canceled way too soon. Nice. And there, obviously, if I put some more effort into it beforehand, I probably could have come up with a lot more. But can help you fill that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of them Misfits is... Misfits of Science? <laughs> Misfits of Science, right there. There you go. There you go. Yeah, one of the... I don't mean TV series. I mean count. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I uh, the first is uh, if anyone remembers the old Impact comic line. Yes. From oh, yeah, the Black Hood. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say, Scott. The Black Hood. <laughs> yeah. Not the fly. Not the jaguar. No, no, no. No, because no, the no. Black Hood was Not actually the web. good. Okay. No, because the Black uh, Hood was were, actually there good. was a lot of awesome stuff in there. Oh, I mean, it was yeah. Wade, Wade and Augusta in a, a lot of those books. It was, so, it yeah. was, there was some, there was some great stuff, and they were, they, and it was uh, like, for, for example, um, uh, Grant Mame was doing uh, the Shield. With, oh yeah, that's so right. He, but he was doing, he was plotting the book, and uh, and Wade was was doing the dialogue, and uh, yeah. and. There was that 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 book went crazy, and and it started out. It was like the most like like to me. It seemed like the most sort of apple pie doll kind of thing. That's how they that's how they all started. Yeah. And I think when they realized no one was reading the books, they just kind of <laughs> did their own crazy thing. Crazy and did their own yeah. thing. Yeah, but but the but the Black Hood that was that was like Mark Wheatley with Rick Burchett drawing it. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was fun. cool because. Sorry, was it was say, cool because it, it was bringing that uh, the mask did it, its own thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was it was different people in the mask, and they they reacted differently to it. The mask kind of like Grendel, so the people could only only do good when they wore it. Yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, so good. And it's, it was awesome because it just uh, had uh, like they said all different wearers of the mask across time, <laughs> and. I, w- I wish they'd collect those. But, I mean, you can find them for 50 cents everywhere. It's true. Quite true. Yeah, definitely check them out. And, and, and you know, the, the thing with that is this, that's, all, that's always a great example of the, why don't they just make an all-ages line for, for people of, of, of comics? And it's like... Because oh, they don't sell. Yeah, they did that. And because and, and, that stuff, there was a lot of good stuff in there. There's certainly the... The artwork was uh, was was beyond reproach. I mean, you had guys like oh, yeah. like Grant Mame. You had Tom Lyle on on uh, the Comet. Um, I think that's the first place I ever saw Tom Lyle. Yeah, probably. yeah, it was for me as well. Uh, well, save for the the J- uh, JSA miniseries that they did while they were waiting for the launch. Oh right, right. Because they had signed all of those guys to the uh, to the to. Uh, do the the impact books and then there were some delays in sorting out the licensing with archie so they needed something to basically keep them under contract so they did this uh six issue jsa series um which was significant at the time because i think we had just got the jsa back but nothing was really being done with them and um or or maybe that was late 91 early 92 yeah yeah, and so that, and then, uh, and then Impact started, and uh, there was some, there was some cool stuff in there, you know, and and but the uh, the Black Hood was, oh, that was a crazy book, <laughs> absolutely, and uh, my next next two that I could think of really are both follow the same theme. It's out the Hourman series, and the robot. 
yes. I, Payer is Morales. There, is there another yeah. one? Yeah. I'm just making yeah. sure that there wasn't something I was unaware of. That's yeah. all. Yeah. No, it, it was, and, it's possible. And Kronos. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I, I knew I knew I'd get Scott's attention with Kronos. Mm-hmm. Just great. Too, Kronos was fun. Yeah. This is John Francis cool. Moore, right? Yeah, John Francis yeah. Moore yeah. and Paul Guinan. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we've talked. I know we've talked about that one before, but uh, there was some crazy. Yeah, there was some great uh, time travel stuff being done in that book. Yeah, and it was just w- weird time travel stuff, not the like standard time travel you see in a lot of comics. But right, just I mean, spoilers from almost mm. twenty. Over <laughs> ten, years, fifteen years ago, whatever it in, was, in a series that's basically yeah, good luck finding it. Yeah. yeah, when at the end of it, the it ends with the main character erasing himself from existence. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. An hour. Well, man. you don't want anybody else playing with your toys. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I created this character for you, but now oh, he's gone. With that. <laughs> Uh, and Our Man was just cool. I mean, it made me made me actually like Snapper Car. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he had Snapper Car along with him. There was some, yeah, there was some neat playing with uh, with with DC history in that one. Yeah, and um, yeah, oh, that was good stuff. I'm sure I can think of more, but for now, those are <laughs> that's your assignment. There you around have it. The, around yeah. that same time, we had Young Heroes in Love. Oh yeah, that was wasn't that also? No, that wasn't John Francis Moore too, was it? I don't recall. I offhand. forget. Let me look it up. But I really liked that one. I thought that one was cool. If you like the Legion, check that one out because yeah, it was that sort of was... over the top on the the sort of romance and personal angles and stuff like that. They didn't do an awful lot of fighting bad guys, but... Uh, Dan Raspoir. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely more of the soap opera-ish kind of stuff that you, you got used to with, with the, like, the Baxter Legion and uh, Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is amped up. <laughs> yeah, I've only read a few issues of it, but um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the ones I read. And the team had, like... I Remember the team had uh, the members had cool names too. Yes. Yeah, the the one I what bonfire was that her name? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, cool, cool, cool. And uh, oh jeez, Monster Girl. Oh yeah, Monster Girl. Who's the guy that drove around all the time? It's his his supervisor. Off ramp. Off ramp. Ramp. Yeah, <laughs> that's a '90s name right there. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. They had a Jack Frost too, didn't they? I think they did. Yeah. Or a Frostbite, maybe. Something like that. Some some ice character. Yeah. He was some blue dude who was like bi or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite um, uh, cancel too soon series, Hawk and Dove. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Carl and Barbara Kessel, um, Kessel, however you want to say it, um, with uh, well various artists, um, and when the book was clearly going to be canceled, um, hmm. um, you know, it, it lasted to issue twenty-eight, but it kind of limped to the finish there. I've got to admit, so maybe it wasn't canceled too soon. Um, I, it was just, it, I, but I think they had kind of, um, 
um, run into run into the yeah. So you're kind of just running out the clock on this because now we've got problem. Now we've got uh, plans for your uh, for your character, and well, you're not gonna like it. And um, and so uh, the last storyline in in the book was was a bit rough, and you could tell that it was you could tell that the budget was was stretched for those last couple of issues because there were like eight thousand artists working on them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it looked like every page was drawn by someone different, and um, and so it did kind of limp to the finish. But man, when they were when they were really on it, uh, there was some great stuff going on in that book. And we had, um, you know, that's where we got uh, the first appearance of Sudden Death, and um, they they had a lot of really cool. Uh, uh, characters appearing. There was a great crossover with the with uh, the creeper that really kind of set the creeper up as a hey, this is you know this is a, you know they kind of picked up the ball from that um, um, the way he was depicted in uh, in JLI and mm-hmm. and, and kind of ran with it and uh, and took it even further and uh, and it like was, you do well and it was but it was just it was one of the best examples of of using the creeper that I, that I had found. And, uh, and so I was really disappointed when the next version of it, I, of him I saw was really kind of just cut and dry. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so you had, you know, they, that issue was them fighting the madman, um, alongside and alongside the creeper and, uh, just lots of great, really crazy comic booky stuff Mm -hmm. and including something that I had been waiting for since I was eight years old in one of the annuals, the Puberty? formation, no, the formation of the uh, Titans West team. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So they had, uh, they, they, they formed Titans West and you had, <laughs> you had Bumblebee, you had uh, Golden Eagle, you had Hawk and Dove, you had, and, or maybe did you have Golden Eagle? Yes, I think this yeah. was yeah, pre- Golden Eagle. Yeah, this was pre-Hunt. And, pre, Pre-Titans uh, Hunt. Yeah, and, um, that's okay. He came back from that. He got better. Um, then, then, then he got worse. Yeah, much. Because it was the nineties. Much worse. Um, but uh, yeah. Titans. But yeah. Uh, they had, um, you know. They, anyway, they did this. They did this little thing, and they had Chris King from Dial H for Hero. Um, after Vicky had shown up in a Teen Titans uh, annual, having gone nuts, uh, he ended up having internalized the dial, so he could turn into a random. Uh, uh, hero, and I was always—I was always—I remember thinking at the time, I wish they would take this and do a series of it. Well, they kept teasing about that and teasing about that, for and years. it never for happened. years never happened. Exactly, never happened. Yeah, and, uh, it was couple, very disappointing. Yeah, after T, after uh, Titans Hunt, I remember uh, that was one of the things that uh, Jonathan Peterson kept talking about. Is like, yeah, we're doing a Titans West series. Never happened. But, never but, happened. But to me, that was a great template for it, and uh, and I tell you, had. Uh, They've done that book with um, with uh, with the Kiesels writing it. I would have been all over it. Mm-hmm. I would have, I would have been there with you. Yeah, because yeah, you know, I read one of the old Teen Titans from the uh, I guess it was the seventies. Yeah, that's um, yeah. That had um, the Teen Titans East meeting the Teen Titans West team, and that was that was the first issue of Teen Titans that I picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember right. it was a white cover and it had the two, you know, it was that classic, you know, with the, the two teams racing to each other label and labeled. 
So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so so you know, the, you knew the names of each character. So that was the first issue of Teen so Titans. I, like, I got this isn't Batgirl, and it was like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it uh, well, but that was my way. That was my way in. It's like it's like this Batgirl. It's like well, that that's different. And then like a year later, I I bought the I got that hardcover of Batman from the '30s to the '70s, mm-hmm. and it had a lot of that that Betty Kane uh, Bat, uh, Batgirl stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Robin needed a girlfriend. That's right. And 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 so <laughs> I I do remember picking that issue up, and that was my. I knew who Kid Flash was because I had seen him in, not Flash, no, actually, I had seen him in Secret Society of Supervillains. Um, oh. And uh, so I knew, ironically, I knew him from that, not from uh, from Teen Titans. But, but I remember reading that and thinking, wow, this series is great. I'm going to want to read this series forever. Ever and um, there that that was a two issue story. Story I think that was issue number fifty one, and 52. I think it was actually three parts, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was. So it was fifty, fifty one, and fifty two, and then issue fifty three, the origin of the Teen Titans, and that's the last issue. Yeah, it was a reprint, wasn't it? Really? No, well, no, it was a it was a new story, but it was like clearly an inventory story where it was like, yeah, yeah. you know, have the origin ready to go. And um, and so it was kind. Of, it was still sort of untold stuff from before, mm-hmm. but um, but then it was canceled right that after was that. The, well, that so. that was the last issue. Like it yeah. even said in it, this is you know this is the last issue, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we had to wait an absolutely interminable time until the the next series started. It was like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I remember at the time thinking, they're finally bringing the Teen Titans back. And it's like, it's a year and a half. Yeah. (laughs) But but that was... But when you're living month to month, you know, from books, it's like, oh, my God, where are they? And there was no finding out anything about it. It was No, back then it was like... Yeah, it showed up on the stands or it didn't, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so... But, but, yeah, so that was kind of when they... um, when they finished it all uh, all up and uh, and uh, and I remember reading that 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 issue and that and that was where I was I was much more yeah that I was much more interested in the um in Titans West than, than in the regular team so you yeah. know for Welcome everything to Titans cast yeah yeah oh and we'll talk about them more later absolutely <laughs> <laughs> segway lad strikes again there we go well, I think we've gone through a lot of, of, of talking of stuff. We have. We've done a lot of talking and of as, stuff. And as we mentioned, I, I didn't do the homework, so no, I you have didn't. nothing. So you're <laughs> in trouble. Yeah, but you did six full titles for the series of your youth, right? So Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, I'd there you go. So clap those erasers over by the board there, Bart. <laughs> right, I'll go do that. Okay. <laughs> it says Bort. Um, we need Bort <laughs> license tags. <laughs> Anyway, um, and, and I like that we've had a chance to just sit here and shoot the shit about comics because really, Indeed. that's what this is all about. For six years, Indeed. we've been doing this, and and really, what it's what it's all about for me. I love that other people listen to it and dig it. I love that and participate and you know participate in the discussions on it, and uh, and many have 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 come on the show and uh, and, and and done the same with us. But uh, but it always comes down to what I love is that I get to hang out with you guys every Sunday, and uh, and wait or Monday morning. 
Uh, uh, right before, Wibbly-wobbly. right yeah. before two forty-seven a.m. and uh, and we get to talk comics, and that's my favorite part of it. And so, yeah, uh, happy anniversary, guys! Happy anniversary, and to you. And and so uh, so shall we wrap it up? Indeed. Okay. I think we should. All right. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, traveling back six years into the 21st century. And uh, sure, will, why not? Yeah, sure, sure, why not? Yeah, and we will see you all next week. Damn it, top six podcasts that someone should be doing right now. Okay.